Oh my gosh, my favorite viewers here. But uh, keep that between you and me, okay? Anyone finds out, I know you snitched. Details on MSI's upcoming gaming handheld have leaked, and now we know all of its embarrassing secrets. At least, we hope we do for MSI's sake. Less than a day after the company teased the device, all over social media with fleeting glimpses, full images leaked on Twitter showing what looks like an ROG ally going through an emo phase. Listen to too much My Chemical Romance. The device is called Claw, and that was certainly a choice. But an even bolder decision was choosing Intel to power the device's graphics. It will rely on but eight Arc Alchemist XE cores on the Core Ultra 7 155H, which has six P cores, eight E cores, and two of the new low power cores designed to be even more E than the normal E cores. The claw won't be hurting from memory though, since the device will allegedly sport a whopping 32 gigabytes of RAM, at least according to the model that was tested on Geekbench. Unfortunately, we don't know anything about the display, but based on the rest of the device's aesthetic, I'm guessing it's strictly black and white. Or sepia when it's feeling artistic. Nvidia's upcoming RTX 40 series super cards have had their prices linked, and my god, they're almost reasonable. The familiar YouTube leaker Moore's Law is Dead has claimed to have spoken to a source at Nvidia that has said at launch, the 4070 Super will be $599, and the 4070 Ti Super will be $799 the original MSRPs of their non-Super counterparts. Meanwhile, the 4080 Super may be launching for $200 less than the original 4080, but that might not be the case. I mean, none of this might be the case. But Moore's Law says both a distributor and a GPU manufacturer corroborated the MSRPs for the 4070 and 4070 Ti Supers, um, but there was some uncertainty about the 4080 Super. Ideally, this is just a miscommunication and Nvidia has started to relearn how GPU prices work. Allegedly, the 4070 Ti Super and the 4080 Super will replace their uncaped variants, while the 4070 non-Super will stick around at a new official MSRP of 549. 50 old Allegedly. Hopefully with the power uplift of the Super cards, the price to performance of the new cards will make buying an Nvidia GPU more comparable with buying an AMD card and less comparable with putting $800 in a wood chipper. Microsoft has decided that keyboards need a dedicated button for AI. Damn it. It's called the Copilot Key, bringing the number of Microsoft products named Copilot up to roughly 1,006. According to Microsoft's video announcing the key, today begins the era of the AI PC. Keep in mind that not a single keyboard with the Copilot Key has been released yet. It's kind of like saying, today's the day I begin my diet with a drumstick in your mouth. You decide if I'm talking about ice cream or chicken. Microsoft's Consumer Chief Marketing Officer, Yusuf Mehdi, compared the Copilot key to the introduction of the Windows key. I think that's a fair comparison, except that the Windows key got added to the keyboard. It looks like the Copilot key will replace an existing key. First AI takes our jabs, and now they're taking our keyboard layouts. They're trying to kill the right control key. Resist! And now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Motion Gray. When it comes to your office or battle station, don't choose between back pain and breaking the bank. Motion Gray offers ergonomic solutions at affordable prices. They have multiple sit-to-stand desks on offer. They can be customized with different accessories and sizing options, and they're super simple to assemble. But don't worry, sitters. Motion Gray is what you need, too. Their range of adjustable, affordable, and comfortable chairs will always have your back. And your ass. Check Motion Gray at the link below and use code Linus for 10% off your purchase. Hey look, it's five quick bits! And they're headed right for us! Ah! Qualcomm has unveiled its new Snapdragon XR2 Plus chip for mixed reality headsets. The company says 
will compete with Apple's upcoming Vision Pro, but at a lower price. Made in collaboration with Samsung and Google, Qualcomm claims the XR2 Plus will be able to run over 12 HD cameras, supports 4.3K per eye resolution at 90 frames per second, and has significant speed improvements over their last chip. We'll probably learn more at Samsung's Unpacked event in San Jose, after which Qualcomm and Samsung will presumably drive over to Apple's Cupertino headquarters, ring the doorbell, and then watch from the bushes as Tim Apple stomps out a flaming bag of dog shit. What's this fire here? Oh, oh Jesus, on my Oh, jeez, Barbara, get back. Incase will be resurrecting the Microsoft-branded accessories that Microsoft themselves discontinued last year so they could focus on their more expensive Surface-branded accessories. Thanks to Incase's foul necromancy, these freshly revived accessories will be identical in design, supply chain, and components to the cancelled cadavers. According to Incase, their Designed by Microsoft line will be available sometime later this year which could be one of like 360 days. No rush, reciting the Necronomicon takes time. Researchers say that they've created a working semiconductor out of graphene, remember that buzzword? And you should maybe be cautiously excited about it? As technology hits the physical limitations of silicon, many experts have been concerned about the continued progress of electronics, but graphene has properties that could make it a superior successor to silicon. This new semiconductor can move electrons at higher speeds, is more efficient, and crucially is still compatible with standard microelectronics manufacturing. Plus, it isn't made out of sand, which is coarse and rough and irritating, gets everywhere. Ugh. A Polish train manufacturer, Nawag, is under investigation for allegedly bricking its own trains after they've been serviced at a competitor's facility. A company called SPS received massive fines after Nuog trains they serviced permanently shut down. SPS then hired a hacking collective called Dragon Sector to investigate. They discovered the trains had been programmed with an idle timer that would brick them if they didn't move for 10 days. Nevog. Nevog. Then Nevog fixed the issue by extending the timer to 21 days and having the train lock if it stayed at a certain geographic location that happened to be the location of competing service centers. Now, Navog is under investigation by Poland's competition watchdog. I guess in modern day Poland, trains rob you and Steamboat Willie. The early Mickey Mouse cartoon that notoriously fell into public domain on Monday this week is apparently still being copyright struck on YouTube on behalf of Disney. Voice actor and comedian Brock Baker uploaded his own parody dub of the cartoon yesterday only to have it immediately demonetized. Even though I know, you know, and Disney definitely knows that early Mickey is now public property. I guess Disney's lawyers forgot to remove Steamboat Willie from their automatic copyright strike database because they were busy hibernating in their Scrooge McDuck money pits. Many lawyers die every year crushed like coins. And you don't die before Monday, come back for more tech news. We're gonna, we're gonna be here. Honestly, that should be automatic by now.